I missed my cue. Oh, that's okay. We're do- we're doing it live. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, is that it? I don't get a redo. <laughs> nope. We're doing it live. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Well, How you need me to redo it. Now? We can redo it. <laughs> you want to redo it? Um. No. Fuck it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Absolutely Fucking Not. This is what happens when a sweet Southern girl and a spicy Latina get together and talk about everyday life, world news, nerd stuff, and anything and everything in between. We are women with attitudes and opinions that talk about grown-up stuff, and we use grown-up words. So if you don't like any of those things or are easily offended, do not continue to listen. You have been warned. Yeah. Now, tonight, I am Daphne, your host and resident basic bitch. And with me, as always, my favorite podcast pal, Raina. What is up, girl? You know, same old, same old bullshit. You know, just uh, following up with the Scooby gang and getting the daily news and the daily updates, you know, the recaps, and just fucking living the life. Yeah, I had to, I have to start calling myself the basic bitch because... It's August, which means it's almost September, which means it's almost fall, which means pumpkin spice, and I am a basic bitch. So, hey, you know what? No one's judging. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I want, I want to be a basic bitch. I like, I make fun, but like, yep. I would love to decorate. Like my wedding, basic bitch. Yeah, we had some Halloween elements to it, of course. You know. But we wanted it right. to look classy, so we had more basic bitch. We had little cute pumpkin gems on the table, and we had these beautiful Japanese lanterns, which is a beautiful orange flower. That is not basic. That is bougie. It is a little bougie, but they were all fake. They were all definitely Michael's, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I didn't buy them. <laughs> the person who did my wedding owned them, and she just reused them, repurposed them. Oh, even better. Yes. Well, also, I want to say we need to apologize. Uh, our plan is to have um, episodes out every Tuesday. And, of course, we get one out and then not. Yeah. So <laughs> I, we want to apologize. We missed last week. Uh, I was uh, tucked away in my basement because we had a tornado warning, which is the scary one. Yeah. Um, and then we weren't able to do anything the rest of the week because you had lots of work to do. Oh yeah. Couldn't do it over the weekend because I was dropping off or we were dropping off, um, our son's stuff at his dorm because he shall be leaving us this coming week. Oh my God. To to go off to college. You're not even old enough and, to have a son to be doing that. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Uh, okay, sure. Yes, <laughs> I will absolutely 100% agree with you. Um, 
I got to tell you, yesterday was not a good day for this mama. Was that rough? It it was, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, Saturday was such a good day. We went down. <coughs> we got, uh, you know, most of his stuff in his room. Yeah. Everything that we could fit in the car. And we had lunch. We tried raising canes for the first time, or I it was mine first time. Yeah. And um, that was good. And then it we was? came home. And it was good, yeah. Oh, my God. We have one out here. We just got one. Um, last year, I'm going to say, not not a vibe. It's not good. Let me tell you. And this is that California. Was some of, so. this is, that was some of the best chicken for fried chicken I mm-hmm. probably have ever had from like a quote-unquote fast food restaurant it was so good um not to jump in on that story but remember when we had dave's hot chicken in vegas okay dave's was dave's was better overall okay yeah because we have a dave's out here now too and it's it's just as good as the one we had in vegas and i'm very grateful for that i am so jealous (laughs) sorry (laughs) we're getting some wild shit out here in california well I, i will say I will say back home we had um, Zaxby's and we don't have that here. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the reasons why um, the boy wanted to try Raising Cane's was because it's supposed to be like the counter, not the counterpart, but the. uh, (laughs) Sorry, my dog is whooping at something. I could hear that. Yeah, I heard him. He sees a ghost. Oh, well, hopefully the ghost stays away long enough. We can do the show. Yep. Uh, anyway, it's supposed to be like Zaxby's. Okay. And so we were excited to try it. And I think it is a, if you don't have a Zaxby's, it's a good thing to go to. Okay. But anyway, so, you know, we came home and, and, you know, we had a nice relaxing afternoon and everything was fine. And I get up Sunday and I am just a anxiety ridden sad cry to drop of a hat mama all day yesterday to the point where I I had to apologize to the husband because I was like I'm really sorry I am just having a really hard day today (laughs) it's understandable I mean everything you've been doing for the past 18 plus years has been for the boy you know Mm -hmm. almost everything we put our whole entire lives into our children and I I was actually thinking about you today on the drive home from work, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, her son is in college, in a dorm, which, by the way, how far away is this college? What's the drive? About an hour and a half. That's not bad. Okay, okay. It really that's, isn't. It really good. isn't. It's it's far enough away that he feels like he's, like, gone away, gone away to yes. college. But it's close enough that I could actually drive up there every day if I wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so I was thinking about that and you're definitely fortunate for that because you got kids that, I mean, could you imagine if my child went to the East coast for college, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, so of course, you know, I'm on a Facebook mom's group for his school Mm -hmm. and there are, you know, people asking questions and stuff like that because there's a lot of people that are coming from out West. Yeah. And it's like. I'm going to have to fly my child to that school. And then, and I'm just like, thank God I don't have to fucking do that. Yes. Um, 
you know, I'll, whatever, whatever she wants to do. If she decides she wants to do that, by all means, you know. Um, but it would be nice, you know, it's always nicer when it's like, okay, you have your independence, but you're also close. If you need me, I'm here, you know. That's right. You want to come home for the weekend? Come home for the weekend, you know. Right. Uh, I need to bring you extra food or whatever for the dorm. I'm right here, you know. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of the um, one of the schools he was looking at was Texas A and M. Yes. And we are solidly on the East Coast, and I was. I was doing my best to be a supportive, mama, mm-hmm. and I really. I mean, he could have gotten in. Yes. He could have gone, absolutely, 100%. And if he had decided to go there, I would have been stoked for him. Um, I would have been doing a hell of a lot more crying, however. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have been so excited because every time you'd have went down, been down there, I would have been like, okay, let me know so I can plan this. <laughs> right, we can meet in the middle. <laughs> yes. I'm, babe, I'm going to Texas. I'm going to go see Daphne. Right. So... But uh, enough about us and uh, our drama. I I am the drama this week. My you goodness. Are. Yes. Spe- Volume wise, you're the drama. So, you know, we'll get this audio shit together, though. We really will. <laughs> Maybe it won't take us an hour to get set up next time. I know. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. So let's get into the show now. Um, I want to start with our social segment. Yes. This is something that you wanted to talk about, which is girl dinner. Girl dinner. <laughs> I forgot so about that. I, I was talking. I was talking to my son tonight when I because he was like, "Oh, what are you guys be talking about?" And I said something about girl dinner, and he was like, "Oh, you're really good at that." He was like, "You were doing that way before it was cool," and I was like, "You know, you're right." Except in our house, we just call it munching around. Oh, my God. That's so funny. What? I almost said his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we'll say, like, what are we going to do for dinner tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. And he'll be like, are we just munching around? And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. So I don't understand what the big deal about calling it girl dinner is. Um, It's not like... It's not something we're claiming, you know. Uh, well, I get, well, if you're calling it girl dinner, yes, you're technically claiming it. But I feel like guys do it too. But what we call it in our house, which is so funny because you call it munching around, we call it fin for yourself. Uh, like, nice. go fin for yourself because mom's not cooking tonight. Dad's not cooking. You guys are fully capable of doing it on your dance, you know, on your own. Right. So... And we do that. I feel like we do it quite a bit, unfortunately. Um, actually, as of lately, I feel like we're cooking more dinners, like eating dinners as a family. So that's going good and everything. Good. But, yeah, sometimes you just need a break. But I really do like the appeal of girl dinner because, like, when I get together with Kayla, you know, and she lives a lot closer to me now. Uh, right. She's closer to my city than she was before. She's uh-huh. just a few minute drives away now. And I'm like, let's have a girl dinner. And we love to eat shit. Literally. Junk. You know? <laughs> um, 
and it's like, okay, well, uh, she wants, she's like, you make your buffalo chicken dip, and I'm going to make, I forget what she said she was going to make more recently. And I was like, I mean, I don't know that those two are going to go together, and my stomach's going to be hurting. But let's fucking do it, you know? Right? right? I'm in. Girl dinner. <laughs> and then it's going to be a interesting night that night for the hubby. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. No. I, well, I tell you what, n- not to make it all about me and my <laughs> drama, but I realized after he walked out of the room, I was like, and I'm going to be doing girl dinner a lot because mm-hmm. the hubby works out of town during the week. Yeah. And now I'm not going to have the boy home to have to cook for. Yeah. So during the Monday through Thursday, I'm just feeding me and the dog. Yes. Um, you know what? That makes me think of something now too. Girl dinner is going to hit you a lot differently because I, when your kids are gone, like when my kids were on right now, they're still middle school and high school. But when one was gone for, his camping week that he goes on and the other was gone at their grandma's house. It gets fucking lonely. Do we have to talk about this? (laughs) I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm just like, okay, you know, I feel what I'm saying is I I don't feel you, but I do because I'm not there yet, but I do. I get it. You know? Yeah. I, I really don't know what to expect. My mother-in-law keeps asking me about, what am I going to do the week after he's gone? And I'm like, I don't know. I've got to get him there first. Yeah. And then I'll deal with the week after. And I've noticed that she started slowly trying to like plan things. Be like, oh, oh. no. And I'm just like, no. No. I am not promising anything because I do not know what shape I'm going to be in. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so girl dinners, I'm going to be all about it. Yeah, I'm actually pretty stoked. I love seeing it. I love seeing what everyone's eating. Some of them are a little out of hand, though, honestly. Like what? Um, I've seen one where, like, it was, like, bubble gum and soda and something else. And it's like, um. That's not dinner. It's not dinner. That's the thing is I feel like people are starting to, like, just get wild with it. Like, oh, this is what I consider my girl dinner. And it's like, that not only looks disgusting, but you're going to be hungry. Right? That's not even and munching so then around. you're going to be eating second dinner. Exactly. Real like dinner. A, I was going yeah. <laughs> to say second dinner like a hobbit, but you know. Speaking of girl dinner, I wanted to make the other night, um, usually on Fridays what happens is we uh, we always get pizza. That's uh-huh. the, the kids always want, ever since they were little, it was a, you eat what we give you for dinner. And what we make, that's what's for dinner. And that's it. There's no anything after that. I'm not going to force my kids to eat every fucking thing on their plate. But because when they're not hungry, they're not hungry. I get it. But you're not going to be asking me for a PB&J later, you know, or ice cream if you're not hungry. One. And two, that's what's for dinner. At the end of the day, that's what we cooked. You know, you need to be introduced into other shit, whatever. But... On Fridays, we called it Friday Favorites. In fact, I'm not taking credit for this. There's a girl that I am friends with, and she introduced me to this. You can have whatever the fuck you want. Literally, you can have whatever you want within reason. Obviously, it's not going to be bubblegum soda and, you know, whatever, (laughs) and popcorn. I don't know. But, you know, you can have whatever you want all day as long as you eat what we give you throughout the week and don't complain. 
So that has been nice. a thing. To this day, it's a thing. The kids, I mean, they've eaten so many different foods, foods that they've liked, foods that they didn't like. And you you don't know you don't that you don't like it until you try it, you know? Exactly. I swear to God, for years, 98% of the time, pizza. That's all they want is pizza. Yep. And little Caesar pizza, not even good pizza. <laughs> They want Little Caesars pizza, and then once in a while we get Panda Express. Mm. One. Yeah, I want to say um, when Ashton was younger, we did, it was pizza, Friday night pizza was our thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd pick it up from Walmart. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'd get Little Caesars. Sometimes we'd order Domino's or Pizza Hut or whatever. Um, but it was always um, pizza in a movie. Yes. And... Um, I was sad when he kind of grew out of that. Aww. Like once we moved here, we we kind of did it for a little while. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, football and high school and yeah. all that happened. And then, you know, one night I was like, hey, bud, you want to do pizza in a movie tonight? And he was like, no, I'm not really feeling pizza. And I was I was sad faced. Did you recommend something else? Though? Like what about McDonald's or what about, you know? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. But I was just like, no, it's Friday. We're supposed to have pizza and a movie. You know? Yeah. And it's like, no, I got things to do. Got to go hang out with my girlfriend. I'm just kidding. Well, there for a while it was. Yeah. And then it was work. He was working all the time. Fucking lame. These kids I and know, their grown right? up bullshit, you know? I don't like it. Yeah. That's what, that has been my mantra lately. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like where this is going. No, I don't like this at all. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's it for uh, Girl Dinner. What's next on the social segment? Well, thinking of, uh, speaking of things that uh, people don't like, oh. uh, let's move on to our Savage segment. <laughs> so there's two, two things that I put in here specifically. Have you heard about the Lizzo stuff? Yeah, it's all over the ticky-tack. Literally. Okay. So I have an article here Mm -hmm. from Vox. And again, sorry if this is old stuff, but, um, you know, we missed a week. and But I did want to talk about this. So this is from Vox.com. It says... The allegations against Lizzo briefly explained. Multiple former employees are accusing Lizzo of sexual harassment, and she denies it. So we all know who Lizzo is. If you need someone to explain who Lizzo is, then you don't need to be listening to us. Yeah. Um, So the lawsuit filed by three of Lizzo's former dancers this week also alleges misconduct by her production company and her dance team captain. Among the claims included in the suit is that Lizzo pressured dancers into, excuse me, dancers into unwanted sexual situations, made statements that were perceived as thinly veiled comments about a dancer's weight gain, and put people through grueling rehearsals that led to one dancer soiling herself. Jesus. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So let's, so, uh, so the, of the three things that they mentioned here, Let's talk about the thinly veiled comments about a dancer's weight gain. Fucking I wild. don't put a lot of I don't put a lot of stock in that one. Okay, because from what I've heard and read, they spoke to this particular person and was like, "We just don't feel like you've been doing your best lately." Um, blah blah blah, and the 
and the woman took it to mean okay it was because she was a big girl and wasn't dancing as well as some of the other people okay i don't really see much about that you know what's funny is that i'm glad you said it that way because i do believe that i do believe it could be a thing and not really even, and not even thinly veiled because i and, and and i don't i don't think i have any good you know uh Evidence or, well, we don't have evidence on anything yet, but I don't think I have any good, like, fluid, solid foundation to back it up because Lizzo being a big girl herself, having a show that's watch out for the big girls, you think, okay, it doesn't matter how big they are. If they can dance, they're a part of, you know, the program. Right. But Lizzo also has lost a ton of weight as of recently. She's still very big. Right. I could totally see that being a thing. Just if you really are as big of a bitchy ass person as, as these allegations are making her out to be, I could absolutely see that. And she could say that because she's the star. Mm. Some people are abusive like that. Now, do I think she did it? I think what you're saying in terms of being thinly veiled, yes, they could have. They're trying to twist it because there's other allegations going on. They're like, well, on top of this, oh, she called me fat. You know, how dare she? She's got some nerve, you know. But I could I could see it happening, but I don't necessarily think that Lizzo did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't put a lot of stock in that one. I, I, I understand there's a difference between a public persona and a private persona. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as we discussed last episode, people can have a public persona that does not jive with what they truly feel mm-hmm. right yeah um and obviously as a, a larger woman you know Lizzo has always been about body positivity love the body you're in and and all of that stuff I, I just find it hard to believe that she would make comments about another woman's size especially when most if not all of her dancers on this tour are what people would consider plus size yeah yeah it seems a little far-fetched um you're you were right about that um but there's these other allegations first off they're fucking wild look so (laughs) so here's a, a a little further down it says the suit details, too, a grueling surprise audition dancers already hired on the tour had to undergo in order to keep their positions. And I want—I heard it was like eight hours long. Mm-hmm. During which Davis, one of, the, uh, one of the women in the case, soiled herself out of fear that she would lose her spot as a dancer if she went to the restroom. Yeah, which, I mean... But, like, could you possibly lose your position if you fucking pissed or shit yourself? And then you're walking around smelling stanky? Well, here's the thing, though. If if they believe that their job is on the line anyway... Yeah. ...due to this surprise um, audition, mm-hmm. when they already were supposed to have been hired and had the job anyway... I could see someone being afraid to be like, 
I right because it's not gonna. I don't know if they would say this or not, but you could either say this one of two ways. I need a break, and you go use the bathroom. Yeah. Or you say, I need to go use the bathroom, and you go use the bathroom. Yeah. Right? So depending on how you felt, you you might have just said, hey, I need to take a break. So you're not telling the whole world what you're going to go do. Yeah. Um, but if they're afraid of losing their job, and they say, I need to take a break. I, mean, I could see that. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm on the opposite end too now. Now me and you are flip-flopped on this whole allegations because I've got some questions about this person that soiled themselves. One, yes, I believe Lizzo could absolutely hold an audition. I, I feel like the Dallas uh, Cowboy cheerleaders used to do shit like that. Where, where really? they just had very grueling practices to see which girls could hang in. Now, did they go eight hours without a bathroom break? Probably not. The show kind of made it look like that could have been a thing, you know? Right. But also, you don't really know, and you've never, I've never heard of the girls saying that. But going back to this, is there anyone else that has backed this up? Because there's other girls that are saying, yeah, she treated us badly. and they, But they, it feels like a lot of them have different things that they're complaining mm. about. So... You're telling me that there was maybe at least 20 or so people that were there. And, and not- she's the only one that mm-hmm. couldn't. Yes. Ah, so, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You would think you would think that if she had to go use the bathroom, everybody else would have to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later, either everybody would just walk off stage to go use the bathroom or everybody would be pissing themselves. Yeah. And not only that, but if Lizzo was doing this, it's obviously against federal laws that are put in place yeah so it doesn't matter what state you're in but even people could go and you know what is that called a whistleblower and be like hey by the way i don't want my information being put out there because i don't want to get in trouble but yes that absolutely did happen and she's not giving us that that would just start an invest an investigation into her workplace practices basically yes so, Without having to file this name in the... Yeah. That being said, though, I do feel like people would be afraid to say something. They don't want to lose their job. Where uh, I hate to say it, but where are people of, you know, average or even above average size going to be getting a job as a dancer? You usually have to be in the fittest shape of your life. And when oh, yeah. I say shape, I mean actual shape. You know, right. not just uh, I can dance. You don't. Ha- you can be any shape or size and dance, but they usually want people who look fit performing. Right. Well, you know? because because normally that those are the kind of people that can take that many hours of dancing and mm-hmm. all of that stuff that goes with it in stride. Exactly. Hmm. So yeah. Um, so I, I'm skeptical on that one. All right, so another allegation has been tied to religious harassment. Oh, yeah. So the suit alleges Quigley, who is um, Lizzo's, like, dance over all the dancers. Dance manager or whatever, whatever, yeah. uh, Spoke extensively about her religious views as a Christian and berated those who didn't share those beliefs. It claims that one dancer's virginity was frequently discussed without her consent and that dancers were pressured to participate in group Christian prayer, regardless of their religious beliefs. I heard it went beyond that too. I heard that not only, I heard that this woman also contradicted herself, meaning 
um, not only was she forcing like these women to quotation mark be religious, the dancers, but she was also making sexual innu- innuendo jokes right? and like stuff like that. And I'm like, oh man, that 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 to me does not sound too wild to be true. No, I, man, I I have no idea about that one. Like. Yeah, she's always talking about sex and having sex and blah blah blah. Um, I don't and know and all this other business. Yes. So see, and I, I think, I think what this all comes down to, and we'll get to the, the banana of it all yeah. in a second. But it seems like all of this comes down to. I mean, I could kind of see the, the hostile work environment. Yeah. Because all of this seems to come down to pressure yes right because if if these people did not believe that or did not feel that their job was in constant upheaval or constant they're constantly worried about they're gonna lose their job if they didn't feel like that they would not let this shit go on oh yeah absolutely not and you know what i hate i i don't hate to say it i'm just gonna fucking say it um Lizzo was just all of a sudden there. It felt like she was just suddenly in the spotlight. This is who we get. And I've never seen her act, I don't want to say grateful, but like um, humble about anything. She's always been very loud out there and very, you know, I'm amazing. You know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful, which I think women should feel that way. But now that, now but looking her, at her pa- confidence, it seems to go past just merely confidence mm-hmm. and into, I deserve this territory. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. 100%. So knowing that back then and thinking, okay, well, she's just overly confident and good for her. And now hearing this, it's like, oh, bitch, you thought you were queen shit of everything. Right. And it makes you wonder how someone gets to that point yeah it does um have you heard before we get into the banana of it <laughs> have you heard about the uh, the ex-girlfriend of the guy lizzo is currently dating that came no. out okay that, that was on the ticky tack and she's starting to tell her story and people are kind of giving her the well why now blah 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 this was it well it was only like a couple years ago a year or two ago tops and she's like well because fuck her that's why because when I met her, before I even knew she was doing anything with my man, she oh. wasn't a nice person. She goes, and then having knowing that he's left me now for her, she's like, yes, I'm over it. And yes, I have grown and think great things have happened for me. And I'm glad for that for me. She goes, but I also deserve to, t- to tell my story. She goes, I've been the nice person and I've kept this you know, low because I didn't want to come off as a whiny bitch. She goes, right. but now fuck that. I'm going to say my piece. And I'm like, ooh, girl, spill that tea. So he messed around with Lizzo on, cheated on his girlfriend with her? Yes. Allegedly. Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. It's okay. allegedly. I didn't know that. You know, because she didn't say anything. She never put it out there. She was like, she also knew that when it came to media, everybody loved Lizzo. Exactly. So she did and, have and to who strike. And she just, just somebody. Yes. She would come off as jealous, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So in reality, she's, you know, getting Lizzo on the Achilles, if you will, because yeah. it's exposed. And I don't blame wow. her. You don't get that opportunity as a nobody. 
if you will. No. This girl's not a nobody. She's somebody. But exactly. in the eyes of everyone who loves and adores Lizzo, she's a nobody. So now here's her opportunity. And I'm like, I, I get it. You know? Yeah. I, I get it. Even well, though we were talking last it, week about what's her name? Uh, what's his name's ex-girlfriend? Oh, God. Who was the actor we were talking about? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah. And we were like, why now? You know, five, ten years later, there wasn't really any reason in my opinion. But in this girl's... Right. But in this case... Yeah. She, she yeah, had you, a chance. You could see why it would come out. Because it's almost like... Like when you're in court and they're, like, trying to give, like character witnesses yes and she's like yeah okay well now i can come out and tell you that she may or may not have been the best thing yeah anyway she's not who you think she is but anyways moving on <laughs> so the final and most shocking uh so the plaintiffs claimed that they were made to feel their employment was precarious and that they had to comply with requests that made them uncomfortable in order to continue working right we've already mm -hmm. covered a bunch of those yep some of those requests were of a sexual nature, including, among other things, pressure from Lizzo to attend a performance with nude dancers in Amsterdam. So it is my understanding that she told this group of people, hey, we're going out tonight, right? And they yes. were in Amsterdam. They did not know where they were going until they got there. Not cool. Right. So then they're like, oh, well, now we can't leave because yeah. here we are. We're all, you know, we agreed to go. So they're there in the red light district in Amsterdam. So they were pressured to eat bananas placed in a nude dancer's genitals. <laughs> And pressured one of the plaintiffs to touch a dancer's breasts. Okay. So, I'm not going to say, I'm just going to say strip club. Yes. Right? Because that's, that's, we would think of it as. Yeah. But obviously, in Amsterdam, they go all the way to the nude. Yes. Right? If you're a girl, and you go to a strip club, the strippers fucking love it. Oh, yeah. Because most women are not, well, are not pervy men, right? Yes, correct. So, so they feel safer dancing for a woman than they do a man. And I have been to a strip club, uh, several, with my husband. And the number one rule in a strip club is you don't touch the dancers. Mm -hmm. They can touch you. You do not touch them. Every time that I have been to a strip club with my husband, I have touched the dancers because they've told me to. Yes. Like, they're like, you can touch me. You can, you know, you can put your hands on my hips or, or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In fact, they'll grab so, your hands and do it for you. Oh Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm not saying that... Something like that. Like, that's very common. Yeah. Right? However, you don't pressure someone to touch them. Yes. You know, if a dancer was like, hey, you can touch me. And I went, no, that's okay. Th that's what you do. Yeah. And then that's it. That's You stop, right? 
But to eat something that has been put in somebody else's body that you don't know from Adam's house cat. Like, are you kidding me? Look, I'm a woman. I'm married to a man. And if my, even if my husband said, Hey babe, (laughs) let me put this in there and then eat it. I'd be like, no. Yeah. No. That is not where food goes. <laughs> you know, when I imagine this, and I think I've heard it somewhere too, this still doesn't make it okay. Uh, the banana is in there with the pill. I on. don't give a shit. Yes, and they had to unpeel it and eat it, which is still fucking disgusting. I'm grateful for the fact that at least it wasn't actually in the vagina. So can you can you imagine somebody trying to do that with a peeled banana and like Ugh. getting all smushed? Like- it's turning brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh no! What the fuck is wrong with us? That's absolutely not. That is an absolutely. Um, I definitely so with this particular one, this is one hundred percent. This one hundred percent happened. I am calling it now. It happened. Yeah, it happened. They were in Amsterdam. That, that That is too crazy of a story. Yeah, to not have had happen. And the place, if this was a made up story, good choice of picking what country it was in. Right. Because you know that shit happens out there. That's like saying Absolutely. they make me made me smell a donkey's pussy in Mexico. Oh yeah, that happened. Right? That's what I was gonna say. The donkey shows <laughs> that happened. Uh, the banana, yes. And one thing too is you know those strippers were gorgeous too. <laughs> oh, you know they were. Oh, but still, that even then, I don't care how good they smell. I don't care how gorgeous they look. I don't care how high class of a place it was. It probably was a high class place because Lizzo was there. They're throwing a ton of money. These strippers are going to let them do whatever. Lizzo is throwing down some fucking cash. So I mean, all of this happened. And even if Lizzo wasn't, necess- they're doing it. Have to be. I don't think it necessarily played. Lizzo was there. You don't think Lizzo was there? No, no. I, I'm just saying oh. it doesn't necessarily have to be a nice, a super nice place oh, just yeah? because Lizzo went there. That's I true. think if Lizzo heard like they do this thing there and she was like, fuck, I want to see that. Like she's going to go. Yeah. I feel like there's bougie ass places in Amsterdam, though, that do that. Like it doesn't have to be oh, yeah. a rundown place. Oh, and yeah. Lizzo also wants to be safe. Oh, that's true. I mean, because she a bougie bitch. Yeah. So I don't know. But you're right, though. If there wasn't a bougie place, you're right. She'd probably go there. And I think that I don't think that. Okay, so if I were Lizzo, if I had my own, if I was running my own show like this, if I felt like my dancers were comfortable, I would want to do something like we all went to a strip club and we're acting a fool. You know, right. But not to the point where I'm making them feel sexually harassed. And I certainly hope nobody feels that they're going to lose their job if they don't go. Well, and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I feel like. I feel like that's crossing a line between employee employer. Relationship. Yes. Right. And it's, it's just like the thing with like. 
college professors and students, there, there's a power imbalance that even though you're both technically adults, yes, like it's still awful yeah. because of the power imbalance. So if you have an employer say, hey, let's all go out tonight and you go and you show up at a, a strip club or a nudie yeah. bar or whatever you want to call it, you kind of feel like you got to stay because of that imbalance of power. Oh, no. I would want them to know beforehand. This is where we're going. You're welcome to join us because I want to go. I want them to feel comfortable, especially when Liz is making them dance around on stage in lingerie and stuff like that. You know? Right. So, obviously, she she thought that this was going to be okay. What I also would want my dancers to do is be like, hey, by the way, Raina is at a strip club with other dancers because that's just going to get out in the news. And they're going to be like, wow, Raina and her dancers were at a fucking strip club. Bad press can be good press sometimes, you know? You know. This particular press is not good, but I would only want it to be like my dancers that are going to be comfortable. Now, that also puts me at risk that if they thought they were comfortable or maybe they felt pressure because they're like, oh, well, I don't want to let Raina down, you know, then that puts right. me in a, a spot, you know. I'm never going to be in this situation, by the way, guys. Don't worry. I'm not going to be taking what? any. <laughs> you don't have a dance troupe over there behind you? Maybe behind this curtain, but. I'll never tell. But yeah, you know, I I feel like I'd want to be that comfortable with my dancers and want them to be comfortable with me. I wouldn't want it to be that relationship where like they felt like I can't talk to her. She's the star. You know, you spend a lot of time with these people. So that's also kind of the feeling that I get. And I think that's why the dance captain seems to be involved in this case or in this suit um, as much as she is, is not only because of the weird Christian but not <laughs> yeah. Christian things that she would do but also it, it, it's almost like she was the go-between between the quote-unquote star and the quote-unquote help yeah you know what I was just thinking is if I were one of those Amsterdam strippers I'd be like yep it was me it was my banana this is a show we put on every Tuesday night um and yes they were here and I'd be selling that fucking story. Oh man, I wonder why they haven't. They haven't. Well, do you think it's? Do you think it's because it's a different country? Um, I don't think and so. The, and the, and the, the the suit is has been brought in the United States. I don't think so because uh, this. I think I honestly think it's a very high class club where they would not want that kind of press. They want the stars to come there and they want them to feel comfortable. Oh yeah, That's, because if if you get outed as a club that does that mm-hmm. and you have high celebrity people mm-hmm. then you're not going to have high celebrity people anymore and it's possible that those places they not only pay their dancers very well but their dancers are going to get are getting tipped very well by you know the people coming there it's more of a yes. quotation mark gentleman's club but it's not because you're fucking having people eat bananas out of your pussy right <laughs> but you know that they might make them sign NDAs and and threaten lawsuits. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that if it's one of those kind of private mm-hmm. clubs, yeah, like you walk in, you sign a piece of paper that says, "Yes, I'm of age. Yes, I understand what kind of place I'm walking into, and no, I will not talk about what I see in here." And you got to think too when you make these allegations, you can't just be like, "Oh yeah, we were in Amsterdam, blah blah blah, and this happened, and I had to eat this, and blah blah blah." 
you need to come with some receipts. Was Lizzo in Amsterdam on the date of blah, 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 when the perpetrator with the banana in their pussy <laughs> lowered it down into another dancer's mouth, you know, for them to gag on it? Um, so that's the thing, too, is, like, they better have some good, solid evidence. You can't just throw shit out like that and be like, Right, oh, because if, if they came out and was like, well, no, Lizzo was in Utah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> If we could see work. the concert lineup that night. She was there. Yeah. Right. So I don't think that they would come out with something this fucking crazy without some fucking solid proof. Like they probably got names of the club, et cetera, you know? Golly, I hope so for their for their mm-hmm. sake, because if not, all of this is just going to get thrown out and then they're going to look like crap and then Lizzo's going to come out on top. You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's definitely some people coming out of the woodworks that are like, yes, yes. And they want to be part of the lawsuit as well. And right, their stories that. are sounding a little, a little, just like the first one you mentioned where you're like, I don't think this was a thing, you know? Right. Like they're trying to come up with something so they can be part of it. Yeah. And it's like. So they can get their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Or they think they're going to get some kind of monetary gain from it. I don't blame them. I right. don't know if they are. They're making it to where I think they're making it to where the real victims are kind of going to get overshadowed where it's going to turn into a class action lawsuit now where everyone gets 15 cents. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So, I don't know. That's my piece. That's my thoughts on the subject. Well, the the second part of this, uh, I'm going to let you do your thing. Okay. Uh, because we are going to talk about Snow White. Oh, okay. Um, so, so, if you if you will start that uh, TikTok... We'll we'll listen to it and then we'll talk about it. Well, it, the TikTok it sends me to the ones that are in our show notes. You guys get a little uh, behind the scenes, a little BTS. It's about God. Is it? It felt like it's one that you sent. I don't know what it is. It's about something about movie maniacs. Let's just fucking play it. Let's see what we get out of this. I can't wait for fall, dude. I'm such That's a seventy it. degree. Oh no, it's not available. <gasps> the video is not available anymore. Shut the front door. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, let me play another no, one. Yeah, it is. It comes up on mine. Are you talking? You're talking about uh, the uh, comment section, right? No, 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 no. That's weird. Are you talking about Sheikah Lord? Which yes. TikTok? Yeah, it's it's telling me the video is not available. Let me see if it'll come up on mine again. Okay, hold on. Let me just totally back out of my shit. We're so professional. Right? Mm-mm. It's not like, oh, there it goes. Okay, let's turn the volume up. It was made 85 years ago. It's extremely dated. I've got a feeling that this movie is going to flop so bad. Like, so hard, beyond imaginable. Now, I'm a feminist. So I think you can trust me with this opinion. We do not need remakes where original characters that aren't supposed to become leaders become feminist icons somehow. The whole thing with art and artistic expression is that there should be diverse characters. And when every female character has a feminist icon stamp on her, the whole movie industry becomes boring just becomes very predictable we have got films like brave like frozen like milan like moana where the female protagonist is supposed to be a strong independent 
woman leader, but then on the other hand, we've got Sleeping Beauty, we've got Snow White, we've got Cinderella, where the female protagonists are still protagonists without being feminist icons and people who are destined to be queens. What doesn't fit into my brain is why does a woman need to somehow be proactive, extraordinary, have this incredible successful career in order to be appreciated and in order to be considered a protagonist? I don't know if you have been living under a rock, but children have not changed. Children still want to see a fairy tale as it is. Plus, doesn't Snow White already have a strong female character? Like, of course, she's not a protagonist, but she's truly a girl boss. So why make two female characters that are exactly the same? This movie's gonna get a one on Rotten Tomatoes, I just know that. Rotten Tomatoes? I know, I love listening to her. I love her accent. Uh, so this is what I loved about this. One, she made the point that she is a feminist. She is not coming at this as a conservative woman. Mm -hmm. Second of all, she made the point that why nowadays do women in movies, TV shows, whatever stories, have to be extraordinary and proactive and all this stuff to be appreciated? And I was just like, oh, and then, you know, the third thing she, she made, um, she pointed out some very good movies where the female protagonist was always supposed to be a leader. Moana, Frozen, Mulan, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, of all of the videos that I've seen about people uh, shitting on um, whatever her name is. And the way that they're portraying Snow White in this movie, I, I think she made the best arguments. Oh, yeah. She, she wasn't coming at it from a conservative bias. She pointed out other movies that had fantastic female protagonists in it. Um, and, and I guess the one that really resonated me was, why does she have to be something extraordinary to be appreciated i i i can't agree with this anymore and i wish i could like that video or love that video more than once right but on top of all of that where does rachel zegler the fucking actress get the fucking audacity i don't even know her who is she I think she's been in like one movie. Uh-huh. Um, I I can't even tell you what it is. And I think that she gets the audacity because because of the things that have come before her. Like She-Hulk. Okay. Like and I'm not even going to say Barbie because I haven't even, I haven't seen Barbie. I've actually heard but, Barbie was pretty good. Like, it's pretty level. Right. But but it's because of the things that have come before her mm -hmm. where it, it makes me think of um, one of the witches in Hocus Pocus where she just goes, amok, amok, amok. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that's where we are 
with the way that we're portraying women in our media now, which is is sad. Yeah. It's disheartening. Um it I I think the pendulum has swung too far one way. Oh yeah. Like don't get me wrong, I am all about girl power. Do We've your thing. Always been. Absolutely. But I think when you get to the point where I think one of the greatest, and here I am pausing all over the place again, but I think one of the greatest comebacks to the whole, you know, this story, you know, came out in 1935 or whatever it is, and it was a story from 85 years ago, and we're trying to change it for a modern twist and stuff like that. When you change everything about this movie, including the Seven Dwarves, and we'll get to that. But if you change everything about this movie, except for the title of the character, the main character, why, why don't you just make a different movie? Oh, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of people say that. It's like, you know, you can have your own strong feminist character. Why do you have to take away from a character that already exists? We can right. all coexist together, but you're trying to make it to where we cannot. And she sounds like a woman that's trying to put another woman down to bring herself up. Oh, my gosh. You just hit it right on the head. That is absolutely what she sounds like. like. Snow White is shit. And let me tell you why she's shit, because I'm so much better. Right. And the way I play her. And yeah. Yes. It's going to be so much better. absolutely right. My goodness. It's disrespectful, you know? Because I was thinking about the the TikTok that you shared earlier, um, with the guy. I mean, oh, he yeah. made good points too. I'm trying to find it. I have it. You want me to play it? Yeah. Okay. Heading straight to the Scooby Gang. Right. Our greatest source. I love that Jensen Ackles TikTok. That was so funny. That was great. Okay, here it goes. Oops. I get stopped for photos every time I'm online for Ooh. Snow White ride, and it is... No, not that one. Not that one. Sorry, there was a guy one. You're right. I got excited for that one. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Consistently... Hold on. She's not going to be saved by the prince, and she's the proactive one. Okay, but why? Why? This is the part I really liked about the Barbie movie, when they said, why can't there just be an ordinary Barbie? You know, she doesn't have a huge, successful career. She's not a leader. She doesn't have all these incredible superpowers, or she doesn't have to have these amazing skills. She can just be an ordinary woman. I love that. Because the point of Snow White, Snow White's fairy tale, isn't that she's going to try and become a leader. That was never in the original fairy tale. That's not part of Snow White's story. She's not supposed to be this girl boss, leader, queen, feminist icon. And I don't know why every reimagining, it has to be that the woman is in a position of power, otherwise it's not feminist. Snow White in the original fairy tale survived three different assassination attempts. She lives for free in the dwarf's house and just bakes whatever she wants. The she dream. makes her own food. She's, right. she's pretty much free to do whatever she wants. And Snow White was manipulated into taking a bite of that apple. It wasn't because she wasn't proactive enough or because she wasn't, you know, this feminist, go-getting leader woman. She took a bite of that apple because she was manipulated to. There was a really powerful older woman who was manipulating her the whole time. Snow White couldn't girl boss her way out of that predicament. She had swallowed a poison apple. The bitch was unconscious. What was she supposed <laughs> to do? 
was let her bake pies in a forest and get a hot hot boyfriend and there's that there's that phrase again why does why does she have to be extraordinary yeah she can't just be herself she has to like prove her point she has to hate men in order to be amazing right so another funny thing i i saw one time uh that got pointed out was you know her comment was you know she she wants to be the leader that her father told her who she could be was like so you're trying to buck against the patriarchy because your dad told you to like oh ooh. i was like oh that didn't come out right uh that's hella funny you know it's in this there's so many tiktoks about this right now and again we're talking about rachel zegler and her new role of playing snow white and not it's one of those Captain Marvel situations where you just she just won't shut the fuck up. Right? I think she stuck her foot in her mouth and cannot cough it oh, out. Oh no. And and she is going to end up killing this movie. Oh and my I God. think you are a hundred percent right. It's the Captain Marvel thing. Yeah. Brie Larson stuck her foot in her mouth. Yeah. And, and- people were turned off. And they were like, uh, I don't really feel like going to see this now. I don't want to you know? go see this movie. And she sent and the one of the things that people say about about her specifically is that she sounds so pompous. She sounds yes. so just like arrogant. Arrogant, yes. Um, I definitely don't want to see this movie. Look, when they made the dwarves not dwarves. No. I was not impressed. Uh, that that you know what I real I normally don't get upset about you know uh I, I don't know what what I'm looking for where you want you want to be inclusive about certain things right. I usually don't get upset about but the dwarves no. fucking pissed me off maybe it's because it I'm really short. did <laughs> it really did because if you want to talk about that's not a race but like a a people group yeah who is very underrepresented in media they're very shortly represented oh, you. <laughs> it would absolutely be little people yes and and for the longest time if you did see them in media it was played for a laugh Right? Yeah. I I want to say it was probably Peter Dinklage's character as, oh, my God, his name just went right out of my head. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking, oh, God, what's his name? Game of Thrones. Yeah, Peter, Peter Dinklage, but hold on. Hold right, on one second. Hold on, Noah's calling me. 
We're going to have to take this on air. Hello? Uh, I think so. Why? I, I didn't know that. I don't think I'm that close to being done. I didn't know you were doing that. Okay. Okay, bye. So uh -oh. <laughs> that phone call was the hubby informing me that our son is downstairs frying things in hot oil. And he had to leave to uh go pick up our daughter from jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who the fuck does that? Fucking turn the oil off. Right. And come back to it. Let me just double check that he's okay real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. I told him to scream if he needs help. <laughs> uh, he assured me he's perfectly fine. He's like, I don't know why dad's worried. Uh, maybe because it's hot grease. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a controlled type of deep fryer. Thankfully, and uh, he knows. Oh, he's like, a, a, like a fry daddy? Yeah, something like that. It's probably, oh, okay. probably like some kind of Amazon version of it. But And he goes off the time. He's a, such a rule follower. He's going to follow oh. exactly what you what you do, and he'll scream. He'll scream if he needs help. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I guess that's how Tyrion we're. Tyrion Lannister. Tyr oh, there you go. Tyrion. Good guy. Yeah, and, and it was probably his portrayal as Tyrion. And that character. Yeah. Uh, because he was literally just treated as just another character. He was a person. I mean, obviously, there were sh asshole people in that show that obviously, you know, took shots at him. But I, I think the character in uh, George R. R. Martin's um, books, as well as the show, was handled fucking perfectly. Yeah. Right? And I, I understand. I understand not wanting to portray that people group as a joke. Um, but, but to completely remove the opportunity to have actors, my God, where has, where is my brain? Fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. They did it first, but in recent history. Yeah. No, no, say. no. God, they were so um, believable though. <laughs> <laughs> but what? see, they were so believable. The, the difference is Lord of the Rings is they actually, like, CGI'd them, which, yes, you're still taking jobs away. I get it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. But, okay, for the hobbits they did. But for the actual dwarves mm -hmm. in the movie, they hired little people. Oh, okay. So, like I said, you have a people group that is so undervalued in our in our media, and you have a movie where it's... I know this one isn't called that, but the original story was literally called Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yes. And to take away the opportunity from that people group is insulting. I don't know if you've seen this show before. It was really fucking amazing, like the first few seasons. No, it's not Supernatural. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Once Upon a Time. It's on Netflix. I have seen some of it. I I tr I tried at the beginning and I I just I couldn't keep up with it. And that's fine. It's one of those things if you it's it's one of those shows where like people have told me, "Oh, you got to check out this show." And I check out the first 2, 3, 4 episodes and I'm just not getting into it. And I get it. Once Upon a Time is a very dark storytelling version of Disney stories. I think Disney did amazing with this show at first. Yes. And Snow yeah, what, White. What I, have, what I have seen of it 
I have liked. Yes. I will say that. And Snow White is one of the main characters in that in that franchise. Right. And she one not only is a strong female, you know, protagonist by uh-huh. every definition you could have of that. But she is also loving, nurturing, and it's actually love that gives her her strength. Right. It's not something she has to have. She went by in the beginning of the show. She doesn't even know who the fuck she is. She doesn't even know who her true love is. Right. And the evil queen is trying to keep them apart because she knows they're stronger when they're together. Ah. She thinks they're weaker when they're apart, and they're not. They make it. They're still able to get by. They do eventually find each other, and yes, they are stronger when they are together, but, like, they, she's still, she's a mother. She's a fighter. <laughs> right. She's a bitch. She's a mother. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. So, you know, she, she fucking gets it. And that to me was one of the, I love the original Snow White. It wasn't a fairy tale dream of mine. It was just a movie I enjoyed as a kid. But then right. being older as an adult watching Once Upon a Time and seeing, this is a fucking badass Snow White. She, people were not going to fuck with her or her family. Let's just put it that way. Well, she, and here, I think it goes back to the, the the original point was they took Snow White and they portrayed her differently. Yeah. And, and yet we were still able to see those aspects of the original in her. Yes. And, and they were able to add to her personality and to her character. Yes. Whereas it, it feels like obviously nobody has seen the movie, but from what I've seen so far and what I've seen is mainly the star talk about it. What it it feels like is they've stripped those base things about her character away before adding others to it. And like I said, a few minutes ago, then write a new character, write a new movie. I mean, I guarantee you there's going to be people that want to go see it. And there's going to be people who are going to want to see this film, too. I'm not one of them, and that's fine. I'm not every woman. Uh, I recognize that, though. So Rachel Zegler kind of needs to recognize that, too. It's like, yeah, girl, watch what you say. Watch what you fucking say. I'm not saying be one of those fake actors that I told you that I don't like, you know. But, like, she's doing too much. You're right. She has opened her mouth. She's got her foot in her mouth. And now she's just got to stick to her fucking guns. And she looks like one of those people that's really trying to bullshit their way through this. Like, oh, this is is how I want to be. I I, I meant to be that way. I, I meant to say what I said, you know. Right. Yeah, because then that's the question. Has... Did she stick her foot in her mouth and didn't realize it until later? And now she feels like she can't back down. So she's doubled down or does she really honestly feel this way? I don't, but based off of her body language, I'm not an expert, but people can tell when people are bullshitting and she looks a little scared. She also looks like she doesn't know what she's talking about. And she's being caught in lies. Like the video I accidentally just played where she's like, oh yeah, every time I'm at the, you know, Disneyland and I'm at the Snow White line, everybody recognized me. And it's like, oh, (laughs) oh, great. Oh. And it's like, okay, bitch, you just said a few videos ago that you don't go to Disneyland and you didn't like the Snow Snow White line or ride. uh, Yes, and I'm sorry, number two, I would not be able to pick that woman out of a lineup. I would now, and I would not be excited to see her. I'd be like, ugh, we're not getting on this yeah. ride. I, no, I, if, look, 
if I'm at Disneyland, if I'm at Disney World, both of those places are hot. I'm standing in line for a, a ride or whatever, and I see this woman. I am not going to elbow you and go, hey, is that who I think it is? Yeah. I'm going to be like, bitch, keep walking. Like this bitch is holding up the line because I guarantee like, like, you she's gonna have one of those private tours, getting her to the front of the fucking line. She's yeah. not standing in the line at Disney. No, no, she is not standing in line at Disney. Especially now that she's representing a Disney character, she's got like a lifeline now with Disney. Yeah, she's got the fastest pass. <laughs> the fa- yeah, the fastest of passes. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm really not here glad for I put it. this in the savage segment because I j- I'm. Look, here, here, here's my ultimate response. If you're going on a, a PR tour for something that you have created, especially if it's derivative of something else, yeah. If you don't like the thing that came before, don't fucking talk about it. Just talk about your project and how much you love it. Yeah. Because I, th- I think that's where she made the mistake. If mm-hmm. she just wanted to talk about how much she loved the current project that she's in without tearing down the old project, I don't think people would have as much of a problem. I don't think so either. And she could have been like, I like this character because it's not the traditional one. It's updated. I'm excited yep. about it. Gal Ghetto is fucking excited about it, which Gal, is, I'm pretty upset with her over how this is portrayed, you know? I don't know who she's playing in the film, but she's backing her up in some of these videos. I think she's playing the evil queen. I was thinking so. She's going to look She's gonna look amazing. <laughs> I think yeah, she's she make- really is. But, I mean, because it makes me think about Margot Robbie and Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like, there were people really worried about the Barbie movie just shitting on our childhood yes you know and and making us feel like shit if we weren't you know girl bossing it 24 7 but you that was because of what we were afraid of because of what we've seen in the media already with how they treat yes uh, you know traditional female characters you never got that from margot robbie no in the interviews they only talked about the good things. They yeah. never tore down Barbie Mm-mm. and what she meant to us as young girls. And if and everything else, too, she actually she embodied Barbie by keeping the traditional costumes that Barbie had. Yep. Uh, she's uh, she's that press junket has been amazing. Yeah, it really has. Even if I'm not interested in seeing the Barbie movie, which I have no choice, I'm going to have to see it now. Um <laughs> I've loved watching the interviews of what people have had to say about it, the excitement about it. That's how you hype up a movie. Yeah. You you, you don't do this. Yeah. This is not the way it's done. Yeah. It's not a vibe. (laughs) Not a good one anyway. Okay. So um, I guess we'll move on. try to get through this before your um, son uh, burns the house down. (laughs) Um, So I actually did not know or wasn't sure whether this next thing that we're going to talk about should go in the savage segment or in the politics segment. So I'm going to kind of smush it between the two of them. How about savage politics? 
Well, I personally don't believe this is as savage as um, some other things that I've heard. Okay. That's why, but I mean, I think it would piss off some people, so. Shall we roll it? Well, I was going to say, first of all, have you heard this song before? No, you told me not to listen to it, and I have not. Fan fucking tastic. Yes. Okay. So, uh, because when, when you press play, he is going to fucking get right into it. Okay. Um, so this is Oliver Anthony's Rich Men North of Richmond. Okay. All right. Let me cue it up real quick. Hey, open up. Stupid whore. Don't freak out, but you can get we got a, we got a Domino's ad. Domino's oh, right boo. Right That's what I get for not queuing, queuing it up, you know? Five seconds. We'll be ready to go. We're not sponsored by Domino's, but we're looking for sponsors. No. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours, for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to. Move it closer to the mic. knows how to use it i being a music nerd uh just not even paying attention to the words his voice and Mm -hmm. it is literally him and a guitar and a microphone yep that's it and i have goosebumps Mm -hmm. um so the the recording didn't really play all that well oh that sucks um so I, I've pulled up the, the lyrics. Okay. And so I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here 
and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. And then the chorus is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think, want to know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do. Because your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end because of rich men north of Richmond. Okay, so if any of you have ever uh, listened to The Crossroads uh, on the Rain Man Digital Network, you will know that we go deep into um, breaking down uh, episodes of Supernatural, cinematography, lighting, writing, like all of that stuff, and not just fangirling over it. So the music nerd in me is coming out as I'm looking at these lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because not only are they obviously coming from his heart, from his soul. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, but I feel like there's no, um, he ain't playing around. No. Like, he is telling you like it is. Um, and I, some of the articles that I saw... We're talking about how this is, you know, the the right wing's anthem or is very quickly becoming that or whatever. Um, I, I think it's more of a working man's anthem or a oh, yeah. middle middle class anthem. Um, talking about overtime hours, bullshit pay, um, drinking his troubles away. And and the fact that he he says it's us you know what i'm saying it's not just me it's it's for me and for you like we're we're all living this together and i i also love the title yes rich rich men north of richmond like there is so much shit you can just unpack in that if you really wanted to um and then, of course, you know, your dollar ain't shit. It's taxed to no, to no end because of Richmond, north of Richmond. I watched. OK, so let me tell you how this started. I had seen people talking about this and how amazing of a song it is over the last few days. And then the hubby uh, called me today. He was on his way to work and he said, hey, have you heard of this? And I said, yeah, I've heard of it. He said, you need to go listen to it. And I said, okay. So I went and I listened to it. I came back and I was like, holy bejesus. This is amazing. And then I went down a rabbit hole of watching, you know, reaction videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And the amount of people that this song resonated with brought out emotions they were surprised that the emotions that it brought out in them 
and I'm talking about people, black, white, non-American, like immigrants, everybody. You know, I was just watching all kinds of reaction videos and it seemed like everybody had the same reaction to this. And I really think that's why this song has blown up so much so fast. Yeah. You have nothing to say about this? No, I thought I was. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Do I have nothing to say? But I, I thought you were still going. But it's on my end. It's painful. I think that's mm. what I'm feeling from it. Not just because of the way he's singing it, but because it it fucking hurts. And it got me thinking literally just now of li- the the government having full control. And, yeah. and uh, yes, are we going to fight? Yes, there's going to be people that are uh, they're going to fight. But I mean, what what's that going to look like? It can literally turn into a war zone over what they're causing. Right. I, have you heard? I don't know. I don't know how often you listen to uh, lean into it or when it was called blue collar BS, where they would talk a lot about. Um, I forget. I forget the term of it. I wish I had. um I had a good memory, I should say. But um, it's when they want to give the same pay to every single person, no matter what. Equity. Uh, No, it's not equity. It's uh, a a type of government pay where no matter what job you're doing, everyone. Universal. universal, Yes. Universal uh, income? Something? Yes, universal income. Yeah, something like that. And I'm worried about that becoming a thing. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now. Universal basic income. There we go. That's it. I knew it was more than two words. Um, Here's the thing that that a lot of people don't realize is the main way that the government gets people, organizations, entities, whatever, to do what they want is they always tie it to the money. Oh, yeah. That's why, uh, honestly, that's why our drinking age is the way it is, um, because they tied it to uh, federal funding for roads. Um, That's why our schools do what they do, because the federal government says you have to run this program if you want federal funds. Yes. Um, They did that. You know, they did that with fucking school lunches because a lot of people don't realize that that is federal and state funds. That is, that doesn't come from, that doesn't come from your school board. Um, And so that's how the whole Michelle Obama sucky food lunch thing happened was because they were like, okay, if you want your federal funding, you're going to run your program like this. Um, That's why you can't talk about politics from the pulpit because um, in churches uh, is because churches were granted 501c3 status. Oh, yeah. So, and if you don't want that taken away, then you can't preach politics from the pulpit. I mean, obviously there are ways to get around it, uh, but you can't just be like, this is the candidate you need to vote for and why. Um, Which churches could have a huge impact on that if they did that. Right, but they don't want to lose that tax-free status. Correct. And their parishioners uh, or members would lose that 
donation. Yeah. Like it would no longer be a, a tax-free donation. So that's how the government always does it is they always fucking tie it to money. And uh, here's one of the things that I, I think really struck a chord with a lot of, a lot of the men that I watched with the, um, the reaction videos that I saw, because obviously by this point I've, I've heard the song like 30 times. Right. And I, I loved watching these reactions when it got to, um, the line that said, young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. The, the emotion, the vulnerability, and the, oh shit, finally somebody said the quiet part out yeah. loud that came across every single man's face in those reaction videos when he said those lines was heartbreaking. Yeah. And I, I know we just got talk, got done talking about, you know, girl bossing and, mm-hmm. and all this other jazz. But I, I think it comes back to a point that you, you made with um, Rachel Zellweger. Is that her name? Zelger, I think. Zelger is the fact that she's tearing down one woman to make herself look better. Yes. And I think if we're not careful, well, I I think it's already started, but Mm -hmm. I think if we're not careful, feminists, and I mean dyed in the wool, blue-haired, crying in the street, men-hating feminists, are are trying to tear men down to build themselves up. And for what? And I don't understand because, yes, absolutely, I think men and women should have equal rights. Like, I, we should be able to vote. We're smart. We can say our own opinions and things like that. Like, we are equal in that regard. But I think when you step over the line into, I have to now put half of the population down Mm -hmm. so that I can achieve what I want to achieve and feel like I have accomplished my goals, I, I think that's a huge mistake. Well, and that's where women and their feelings come into play because they've feel that way and they feel like that's going to help them and it's not and if we're talking about numbers and statistics men are less than less than half the population technically i understand that yeah women there's far more women but that's that's the scary part that's the scary part so you're saying the majority is going to bully the minority technically by number standards and put honestly the population of world at, you know, basically men where men are on the fucking watch list, you know, because they're going extinct. Yeah. Um, because and I and I know that sounds like a joke, but it's technically not because no. by these lyrics, there's multiple reasons men, young men are putting themselves into the ground. It could be yeah. the whole women putting them down. That's one thing I thought of. Another is also 
another lyrics of the song of the dollar ain't shit working their asses off and for what right and for what to not even have women give them the respect that men will work hard for you yep i see my husband doing it all the time i know your husband does it 100 percent. your husband there's there's bad men out there there's bad women out there i don't want to hear it when you find your person your husband will work his ass off for you. He will go through painful situations to make sure his family is taken care of. He will make some hard decisions. And sacrifice. Absolutely. And if it means sacrificing himself in the long term, he doesn't know it. It affects his health. It affects his, his mind. Right. His sanity. Yeah. And women think it's funny. It's not. It's not. You're you're a hundred percent right. But I, I I think it's be, I think it's because we've forgotten how to be partners. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I would say I'm a little f feminist. <laughs> um, I, I've been to college. I've worked outside the home full time. I've you know, volunteered many hours in my community in many different ways, whether it was time or energy or money or whatever. Um, and I've, I've raised a son that I am incredibly proud of. Um, I have also been able to work from home. I have been able to homeschool my child for several years. Um, and I am now, well, I'm about to not be, but I'm still currently for a few more days, a uh, stay-at-home mom. None of those things, and I mean zero of those things, would have been, would have been possible without my husband. He sponsored your day, your life. <laughs> and, um, and the sacrifices that he has made, like you said, on his time, on his health, on his body, on his uh, uh, sanity and mental health. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact, so I guess I'm kind of a conundrum because I feel like that is a man's role. Oh, no, no, I agree with you. I've always, like... However, as his partner, Mm -hmm. it is my job to support him. Yes. To make make his job easier. And, yes, I'm a girl boss because I I worked outside the home full time. But you know why I did that? To help support my husband. So he didn't have to work so many hours and so many days and put himself through so much. Let me take some of that load from you in, in any way that I can. Yes. You know, now we're in a different situation where I don't have to work outside the home. So I don't. Yes. But there, but let me tell you, there have been conversations because we are very frank with each other that I'm like, look, this is what's going on fucking covid this is what's going on you know you're being furloughed whatever 
do I need to go get a job? Yeah. What, what do I need to do to help you? And he never took that as an insult Mm -mm. because he realized I was coming at it from a, let me help you. Let me support you. Yes. Um, You're coming at him as a half of a whole. That's right. It, 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 there's let me tell you, that. If, if I had to rely on him to clean this house and feed my <laughs> dog and do these, do this laundry, <laughs> that shit would not happen. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, I want to correct you because I think you're wrong in one part. Um, you said in terms of feminism, you are a little F and I would beg to differ that you are a big F. Because a big F is somebody that is feminist for, in my opinion, the reasons of what a feminine used to be uh, described as is a person that supports women. That's what the definition of a feminist. I don't know if it is still or was. I haven't looked it up recently. But I would say that you and I are a big F. The little Fs are the ones that are going out there trying to be loud, trying to put people down, be little, if you will, because they're a little F. To try yeah, yeah. to make themselves appear to be the big Fs, when in reality we know what's up. Mm, that's a that's a damn good way of putting that. We have become ashamed of calling ourselves feminists because of what those people are representing feminism as, and that is not what feminism is or should be. You don't have to put anybody down to be a feminist. Right. Not other women. Not other men. Not animals. You know, unless they're assholes, of course. By all means. Well, yeah. I mean, nobody gets a pass if they're an asshole. But Yeah, or a sicko or whatever. You know, uh, that should have to – you shouldn't have to explain yourself in terms of that. And I shouldn't have to explain when I'm a feminist, well, what do you mean you're a feminist? Explain. No, I don't have to. I support women. That's what it I, is. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but when you are a feminist and you call women out on their bullshit, that's not not supporting them. That is still supporting them. Absolutely. Because who who are the people in your life that you trust the most? The people that will call you out on your bullshit. Yes. Call you out on your bullshit and let you you know maybe you're not maybe you're not 100 percent right and you need to see it in a different perspective. You know, exactly. Because I was just going to say, if you and I are not close enough that we can't call each other out on our bullshit, then we aren't close. Who the fuck are we? Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously. And if women, if women want to say we need to stand together in solidarity and we need to support each other, honey, that means the good and the bad. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be perfect. You know, Kayla calls me the mean friend. She calls, she says I'm her mean friend, but she says. I don't doubt it. (laughs) She says, she sent me a TikTok and she's like, why is the meanest friend the one that supports you the most and wants you to do the best? Because they'll call you out on your bullshit. Because they actually want you to succeed. Yes. We don't want to see you fail. That's right. And succeeding doesn't mean you do everything right all the time. Oh, 100%. Mistakes are going to be made, you know. And I hate to say it, but sometimes when you're older and you've made that mistake before, you're not saying, hey, you 100% cannot do that. You, But you do say, hey, if you do that, Likely this is what's going to be the outcome, and I know this because I've been there. Right. And that's the tough part about I'm only six years older than her. But still, you'll be that's surprised. That's a lot, though. It, it really is if you think about maturity-wise. Yeah. And where you are at when you're where you're at in life, too, you know? Right. So I don't know. But, yes, uh, you're a big F. Well, I thank you for saying that. <laughs> I, had to cor- I had to call you out on your bullshit. 
<laughs> Little F uh, my dick. Okay, so where where are we at time wise? Uh, we're at an hour and thirty six minutes. Do we want to? Yeah, let's get. Shall we still get into the Hawaii? Because I want to. Yeah, let's get into Hawaii because this actually this actually hits kind of home, mm-hmm. close to home for me. Yes, I wish Hawaii um, was close to home for me. No, I'm just kidding. No, well, not in a good way. Yeah, not um, in this way, actually. Yeah, I um. So back in the day. When I was in high school, uh, my Sunday school teacher slash youth group leader, um, obviously he was married, he had kids, and then um, he uh, took a position uh, as a lead pastor at a church in Hawaii. Wow. And um, they were there for years and years and years. And so his two kids, um, most of their uh, childhood was in Hawaii. And their youngest daughter actually lived in, um, oh, I'm never going to say this name right. Is it Lahai? I think so. I thought it was Lahaina. Okay. Well, it might be Lahaina. Um. Anyway, they actually lived there. So when this started popping off, my Facebook was blowing up with people trying to get in touch with her parents Uh and being like, have you heard from them? What's going on? Yada, yada. So it was a bit of a nail biting day. Yeah. As we, you know, got the notification that, yes, we'd heard from the daughter that her and her kids were okay. We're still waiting to hear on their son-in-law and then it was hours later we finally heard from the son-in-law and then finally um she was able to get online and was like hey everybody we're doing okay blah 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 they lost everything oh shit it's all gone everything they ended up getting basically they escaped by going to the other side of the island yes is how they were able to get out and get safe. Fuck. And when they finally came, it, it's gone. It is all gone. So this, I've actually been following this one kind of kind of close mm-hmm. um, because of this. And obviously it's been all in the news and everything. Um, and, and I've got, this is the only topic that I put in politics and we'll eventually get to the politics of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, this is, this is devastating. Um, so the search, this is, let's see, where's this article from? Uh, U.S. News and World Report, Hawaii wildfire death toll nears 100, 100 as search in Maui for missing continues. And they're expecting it to climb. Aye. Crews and cadaver dogs have only searched, as of time of this article, 3% of the area on Saturday. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I imagine that they still have areas that need to fucking simmer, or if you will. Yeah. And they can't put those dogs in those areas. They'll get hurt. Right. And they're trying to be as meticulous as they can as they go. They have to go street by street, block by block. Oh, my God. Um, have you seen the pictures of the cars yes. melted on the highway? Front street, yeah. 
with the ocean right next to them that I really hope that survivors made into at well, least. Because that's hearing, what I heard that they had to do. They literally got out of their cars and jumped in the water. Okay, now I saw people, it was TikTok, so not necessarily reliable, okay, but they're saying people died in these cars, and I'm thinking, I don't, I, maybe I can't bring myself to think that happened. Yes, does things happen so fast that that could have happened out of their control? 100%, and I hope that's not the case. I hope that they see it happen, and they're like, kids, get out the fucking car. Rufus, right. get into the ocean. Right. We're fucking, get the dog. This is our only chance for survival, and I have seen the videos of the people in the water. Just, yeah. Nothing they can do. They're just like, okay, this is this is where we're we're at for right now, and I was grateful for at least that. You sometimes you have to do what you got to do to survive. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, I heard a story of, <laughs> sorry, of um uh you know restaurants that were built out over the water. Mm-hmm. Um, people were there eating. Fire came, and they literally jumped from the restaurant into the water. And, like, we're hanging out in the water until rescue boats could come and get them. Did the restaurants catch on fire? They're in the water, right? Uh, I'm sure Ember can fly, though. Yeah. But I do know there were boats that caught on fire. Oh, my God. Boats in the water caught on fire. Yeah, I can imagine. Because I mean, the wind blowing yeah. embers. That, oh. I mean, the top half is is dry. Oh, my God. That's insane. Okay, so that's that's a little bit of the backstory. I, I mean, yeah, people know that already. So the second article I have here is from the Daily Mail. Hawaii wildfire, Hawaii wildfires, government is slammed, meaning our government, mm-hmm. for quote blocking supplies of medication like insulin, and leaving residents to communicate by coconut wireless i'm sorry what is coconut as, wireless i do not know okay I'm gonna as Google. 416 fema workers help search um i'm sorry what so here's the article maui residents have criticized the federal response to devastating wildfire wildfires which have ruined parts of the Hawaiian island and claim that locals have been left to coordinate parts of the recovery themselves. Deliveries of supplies like medication have been held up by bureaucracy, while authorities have also failed to communicate with residents who have been displaced by the fire. Criticism of the response comes after authorities also failed to provide proper warnings to locals about the advancing wildfires last week. Residents have said emergency sirens did not sound (gasps) and that cell phone alerts came too late. Yeah, it happens. I think that's what Um, happened with one of our crazy-ass fires out here in our area, but not to the degree of this one. So the Hawaii governor uh, has ordered the state's attorney general to conduct a fire response. So this story... Sounds like something you would hear out of Haiti. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Supplies are being held up by bureaucracy? Cool story. Is this is this not America? Like, why, why is this... Uh, this story is on Monday, six hours ago. And... What the fuck? 
FEMA, Red Cross, look, I know it's an island, but it doesn't take that long to get over there. Mm-mm. I, you know, you know, I am a constitutionalist when it comes to politics. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I am a constitutionalist. My opinion is, if it's in the Constitution, then that's the way it needs to be done, right? Yeah. However, this is exactly what the federal government is here for. This is actually one of their jobs. Where the fuck are they? Yeah. Uh, Trying to gather aid for Zelensky in Ukraine, likely. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Like, the day before this happened, it came out that Biden was going to ask for more money to go to Ukraine. This happens, and here we go into the politics. Yes. (laughs) This happens, and the response has been ridiculous. We'll get there when we can, is what I'm getting. Yeah. So here's uh, the third article from Fox News. Hawaii Democrat says Biden's no comment (gasps) on wildfires is shocking. A a Hawaii Democrat criticized President Biden's response to reporters' questions about the deadly fires in his state as shocking and quite disappointing. At the very least. Go ahead. At the very least, they're disappointing. Yes. Bloomberg White House correspondent Justin Sink reported Sunday that Biden had nothing to say during his Delaware beach getaway (coughs) on the rising death toll due to severe wildfires, which reached 96 as of Monday afternoon with hundreds more missing. Quote, after a couple hours on the Rehoboth Beach, POTUS was asked about the rising death toll in Hawaii. No comment, he said, before heading home. Sink reported on X, formerly known as Twitter. Video footage of the exchange appeared to corroborate Sink's account. No fucking... I mean... What? I don't want to say that I'm not surprised because I don't... I want to be surprised by this, but I'm not... And that's what's even more upsetting. He'll, you're not doing for your own people. I don't give a fuck that they're not on this continent. Look, here, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. I am shocked by his response because I don't give two fucks where you are. Yeah. All they wanted was a comment. Sir, do you have anything to say about can even give this that. horrible thing that happened in Hawaii and the rising death toll? How hard would it be to say, my heart goes out to the people of Hawaii, the, on the island of Maui. Uh, you know, we're going to do everything we can to help find these people and, and get them the help that they need, you know, and we'll, thoughts and prayers. The man can't form a sentence like that. I'm not giving him any excuses. Fuck him. Look. If every single word that came out of his mouth was a fucking lie, that's the least he could have said. Oh, no, I agree with you. But I still stand by that I'm not surprised because he can't do any. I bet you he can't take a shit without somebody sticking an enema bag up his asshole. 
Like he is such a puppet. You've seen the videos of being like, I got my ass wiped. (laughs) They might actually be wiping his ass. (laughs) I believe, I believe it. He, he is very incoherent. He never can say things right. When he does say things without it being written for him, it's usually in support of what Donald Trump and like it, he is so ass backwards. So I hate to say this, but it's probably better that he didn't because I would be more likely to believe that he'd be like, what fires, you know, or, oh, well, it sucks to be them. Something stupid because he doesn't say he, nothing good ever comes out of his mouth without it already being preloaded by somebody else. Yeah. That, I mean, and, and honestly, this whole no comment thing right here really, really makes it feel like that. No, no, no. I agree with you. Um, It's also, in my opinion, when I first saw that, I'm like the fucking disrespect because I still, even after everything I just said, I still agree with you that the least you could say was this is terrible. Thoughts and prayers. Right. Yeah. My heart goes out to them. Yeah. like Or we're going to do everything we can to figure out how to get trains on that island. Makes no sense, well, but it shows I mean, that he you want, are- <laughs> He wants to build one across the Pacific, so maybe. Oh, yeah. No, I know. He loves trains. But, um, okay, so the comment sparked a wave of backlash, including by former Hawaii State Representative, and I'm going to mess this name up, Mark Kanila Ng. Melekilikimaka. A Democrat who now serves as national director of the Green New Deal Network. Okay, so Uh this dude is a Democrat Democrat. Yes. Right? Quote, I campaigned for you. Now when I lose dozens of my friends, family, and neighbors. This, when things like this happen, it's really, okay, hold on. So that was a a tweet that he deleted. Yes, and I love that he made that tweet. You know why? That was a true tweet. Human response. Uh, very good. Uh, so uh, he said that he deleted his post because he thought Biden's exchange with reporters may have been more nuanced than initially reported. Quote, whether or not it was as dismissive as originally reported, it is quite disappointing. He added, I would expect more. Yeah. He should be talking about what he's done and what he will do. He said the talking and offering words of solace and comfort great i'm not too hung up on that to be honest what i'm looking for is action but the problem is end quote but the problem is he didn't even have words of solace or comfort no he had nothing he no comment i just like i said this this hit a little too close to home for me um and then to see our president couldn't even muster up thoughts and prayers. No. That this is scary because regular people, when I say regular, I'm talking about healthy people that don't rely on medication or anything. They take for granted you can just jump in the water and yes, that is the most terrible thing I could think of someone to have to go through. But even worse is Someone who can't go on the water without holding their insulin pump or their AFib yep. machine above their yep. head so it doesn't get wet. 
or someone who runs out of insulin because even a diabetic will take for granted, I'm going to be home later. I can fill up my insulin pump when I get there. When you don't have a home to go to, you know, it takes about two to three days to die without insulin. And you're telling me there are people out there right now that don't have insulin or that it's being blocked because of bureaucracy and not just insulin. There are so many other life-saving medications. Insulin obviously is close to me for being diabetic, you know, you know, but I don't have a pancreas that even works a little bit. Blood pressure medicine. Oh, I'm on that too. Yeah. Oxygen tanks. Even worse. Colostomy bags. Wheelchairs. Like, are you? Yeah. What? Oh, my God. I'm a bad person. You said wheelchair, and I was thinking, put it in reverse, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we had to lighten up with a little bit of dark humor, okay? Oh, if that's not us, then, <laughs> then who yeah. are we? Right, who are we? Oh but yeah, God. I just, I just had to bring that up. I, I, I didn't know if you had seen all this other stuff that went along with it, and I, I was just, I was floored. I now, didn't know about Biden's non-comments, but I'm, I hate to say that I'm not surprised. That's embarrassing. Now, I, I, I will say, uh, this did happen over the weekend. He was in Delaware and not in the White House. (laughs) Um, And today is Monday. And I I have been busy today, and I haven't been able to really pay attention to a whole lot of the news. So there there may have, they may have made progress that I am not not aware of. Yeah, I'm not seeing progress. However... I will say this. You know the whole thing about first impressions? Yes. This is not a good impression. Mm-mm. Because if you, you got to take care of home first. Oh, yeah. If you can't take care of home, how can you take care of anybody else? That was a lesson I had to learn a long time ago, and it was a very hard lesson. I have to take care of me first, because if I don't take care of me, I can't take care of my family. And it works on a bigger level. If you can't take care of people here at home in the United States, how can you even think to start taking care of other people in other countries? And I know it sounds selfish, but if if you don't take care of home first, you're going to run out of anything that you have to be able to give to anybody else. I remember in 2018 or 2019, we had, I've already mentioned it to you, uh, a, a huge fire that was a little too close for comfort. And 85 right. people died in that fire. It was, called, it was the Paradise Fires in Paradise, California. And I know my company that I worked for at the time we helped place people in hotels. We helped rebuild their basic needs on top of things that they had lost that they thought they would never get back. We're talking about like certain types of books or toys or right. things like that because that's stuff to keep your morale going while you're going yes. through what you're going through. hundred percent. But President Trump rolled through. He actually came to visit. Did he really? He showed up. As, as far as I remember, I could be... I don't know why I would make this up in my head. 
I'll get some evidence to make sure I back this up maybe for next episode, just to be sure. I could have sworn he did it. But not only that, but there was aid that was sent. Fast. And people will probably be like, well, that was California. Mm -hmm. I know that Trump was involved with it. I remember at minimum. Because it was kind of a shocker to hear. You know, it was like, you know that our governor is going to try to jump all over that and everything. And he's got friends in low places and whatever, you know. Right. Not going to take that away, even though I hate the fucker. But. (laughs) Wait, the governor or Trump? (laughs) uh, The governor. California governor. But our president got involved. That's a thing you do. It's your home. He doesn't live in California. I'm sure he has a home in California. But. (laughs) You know, you know what I'm saying. No, but America is our home. America is our home. You know, I have a feeling that if it were any other president, any other president, I don't care if you're Republican or Democratic, any capable president would have been all over this. They would have wanted to make a statement super fast to make sure America knew, hey, I'm going to do everything I can. Again, like you said, it doesn't matter if it's an empty promise or not. You fucking get out there and you say something. You don't just fucking, I got to go eat my plums and take a shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. I feel like we end our show on a pretty low note. (laughs) No, I kind of hate it, but I I started out silly and and we got a little heavy, but I just. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I was just, look, as much as we want to have fun on this show, and this is absolutely what it's for, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's also thing, it's important because we need to talk about the important things. Exactly. And from any different type of perspective you're going to get, um, I know it's two women and you probably think, oh yeah, you two are exactly the same word. Absolutely not. Um, oh my God. If we We could not be more different <laughs> yeah we have so many we but we have similarities we have the things that we like we have the things we agree on we have the things we don't agree on I think the big thing is that we're fucking adults and we can have an adult conversation and it's important for people to know what? that that you should be able to sit in a room with somebody and be able to have a conversation you should even be able to have a debate with somebody and even if you don't feel like it shouldn't be about winning it should be about learning yes 100 percent I mean, you take it, take, take that, not literally not with a grain of salt. Take that on your fucking dinner plate and fucking <laughs> eat that eat shit up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay. Well, uh, sorry for ending on such a downer. I will try to do better next time <laughs> that we don't. <laughs> I don't know that we should change that. I think we should fucking keep it that way. It's kind of our thing now. But uh, I think that is probably enough for tonight. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think I think we should call it. All right. Well, guys, thanks for sticking around with this. And don't do anything we wouldn't do. Or do. And we will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.